Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I'm Murray, (laughs) and this week, I am an officer of Squinty. Sunshine's quite unpleasant inside, nearsighted, totally, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... I'm rarely one to say that sunshine is unpleasant. Rarely, because I love it. Yeah. And I've been sitting out in the sunroom, and it's been, like, toasty warm, which is beautiful. But since I'm teaching online, I like to have the light on my face so the kids can actually see me. Yeah. Which is ridiculous, because I'm the only one with my camera on. Like, <laughs> all I see is their little profile pictures. So yeah. who cares if I'm in shadow or not? But whatever, I have to show them my good side, let the light hit my... <laughs> hit my good side which means i'm staring into the sun all day long i'm squinting like crazy by the end of this year i'm gonna have like wrinkles on top of wrinkles on top of wrinkles in my little eyeballs oh. around my eyeballs oh, cucumbers buddy cucumbers i hear that's it oh i gotta teach with cucumbers on my eyes <laughs> over in between classes pardon me kids i have a cucumber break coming up <laughs> I'll be turning my camera off while I cucumber myself. <laughs> there we go. Problem solved. Okay, good. No more wrinkles. I got the cucumbers. <laughs> yeah, no, you got to. You got to do. You know, my my thing is, um, I have a. Um, every day I take a picture of myself. Oh yeah. So I do have to leave my. Uh, you know, to leave my spot for whatever reason, like, you know, to get the dogs away from Jan, to grab a coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, um, I replace it with that. And in my mind, it's like I'm in a heist movie and I have replaced <laughs> the security camera footage. Um, <laughs> you know, and uh, because in this image, I'm on, I'm against the same background. I'm wearing the same shirt. Yeah, um, yeah. So I must be there, right? And um, Paul's your camera's frozen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly, which is not uncommon. And um, and so I, uh, you know, then I, I was I was telling our, our our friend Scott Hollows about it, and uh, and he's like, you know, what you could do, you could actually record video and use it as a background. <laughs> and it's like, oh my god, that's genius. And he's like, if you loop it just perfectly. <gasps> So that's uh, that's my next step, you know. There you go. Uh, because then, you know, every now and then I can, you know, do the uh, rubbing my, uh, you know, like scratching my chin thoughtfully. Um, <laughs> mm, you know, checking my pen to make sure it's still working. And uh, and uh, and then it's like, well, he's in motion. He's definitely paying attention. Absolutely. There we go. There we go. Yeah. We've got it hacked. Of course, Scott's got it all hacked. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and, uh, and, and to that to that end, folks, I'm Paul French, and I am um, a student of no homework. Um, obviously, my, by being Ooh. here. Um, <laughs> and, and, uh, and that is because I am uh, not over having often missed episodes. Work's over. I'm ready knowledgeably. Right. Yeah. 
He's back. I mean, I mean, I say that I do have to do like, you know, I've got I've got an assignment I'm working on that I'm going to save for after this. It's basically making little colored boxes in uh, in Word. I mean, it's more involved than that, but that's essentially what it is. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. And how about you, sir? Me? Well, I'm Al Sedano, and this week I am the chief officer of crap. Can't remember about podcasts. <laughs> I noticed that crap gets used a lot by all of us. <laughs> or at least by that. the two of us. Because <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgot. I was, I'm sitting here talking to Murray right before Paul came on. Also, I was like, oh, crap. I forgot to do the, I forgot to do a acronym. What's <laughs> uh, short? That's right. Exactly. <laughs> I was distracted by dinner and everything. Oh, exactly. Well, that is understandable. Dinner is, you know, it was good. It's it was important. Pot, it was a chicken pot pie. That my wife made pie. with nice. a uh, cornbread topping instead of regular pie top. Ooh, Ooh fancy! Yeah, nice. It comes out really good, and it doesn't get soggy or anything. It's very nice. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. You're getting, getting ready for again. that. Getting the cornbread, isn't that like a Thanksgiving staple down there in Americaville? <laughs> Possibly. Okay. Right alongside with the pot- sweet potatoes with marshmallows. This me? Oh, God. <laughs> Shh, don't tell Darren. <laughs> why would you do that to sweet potatoes? Why? Why? Because why? it's good. Oh. No, no, it's not. And the sweet not. potatoes and pecans. There's going to be both. Did you say sweet potatoes out of a can? No, with, with cans. The cans. Oh, oh. Like on top. Oh. So like a crusted pecan thing. No. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> it's I better than the multicolored all. marshmallows, though. Oh. No, not multicolored marshmallows, just regular marshmallows. It depends on whose recipe you get sent. <laughs> I will be eating, don't tell Darren. I will Gosh. be eating it all. I will be eating one of everything. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. This is what happens fathom. when you wait. Murray, this is what happens when you wait so damn long to have Thanksgiving. I guess. You I mean, know, it's I, so late in the year. They're like, well, I guess there's nothing. There's no real food left. <laughs> We're just going <laughs> to throw some marshmallows in with some. Potatoes We're going to make some sweet well. potato s'mores. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Throw Ooh. in some Brussels sprouts. Oh, That's a good we idea. Got some, we got some like, walnuts over I, here. I'm Cranberries taking, oh. were almost ready for Christmas. We'll throw those in, too. Oh, my. Like, you do you. Whatever tastes good for you, buddy. <laughs> it all tastes good for me. I eat it. <laughs> a list oh. of things I don't eat is very small. Oh, like boy. liver, cotton candy, root beer, and split pea soup. Maybe it's because you're just not putting them together. Like, mix the liver with the cotton candy, throw a little split pea soup on there, and there's your sweet potato salad. <laughs> Damn, Canadians are judgy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. They might be polite people, but they're judgy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're, <good>. <laughs> <laughs> we're always politely judging. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> or it's just me, but... Whoa. 
Mm-hmm. All righty. You know who Sorry. else is judgy? Lobo. Lobo's judgy. <laughs> Always. <laughs> He's a fountain of understanding. <laughs> exactly. Hey, uh, also voiced by such luminaries as Brad Garrett mm-hmm. <laughs> in, uh, in Justice League, um, John DiMaggio in Justice League Action, and Kevin Michael Richardson in a Lobo web series, which I have not seen. I did not know that existed. Yeah. He's been on Young Justice too, occasionally. As I don't voiced know by who. David Sobolov. There you go. That's right. That yeah, is. he was on Young Justice. I remember that. And uh, to round it out, Fred Tatashiori. I'm butchering that. Um, he has done the uh, voice of of Lobo in the Lego DC. Um, something something oh here we go lego dc uh shazam magic and monsters um and he's a guy you might know from such things as kung fu panda legends iron man and hulk heroes hulk and agents of smash and the invincible iron man excellent there you go excellent the more you know people the no the the more more you know no <laughs> I'm learning. Totally. Yep. 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 Alrighty. So we are looking at Un-American Gladiators, another Lobo mini that is taking us in between the pages of whatever Legion issues we're on. Fifty somethings. Yeah. Yeah. Fifty-six in Trinity. Yeah. Excellent. Right. Alrighty. Yeah. Who wants it? Um, oh, I'll, I'll take it. I haven't done one in a while. Um, uh, okay, so first off, um, of course, American Gladiators is what the title is based on. Um, yes. Which started in 1989. And speaking of Hulk, Hulk Hogan was one of its third hosts at one point. And, Ooh. Uh, ah. Yes. Um, all right. So, um, you know, people get out there. They do their gladiating. I remember uh, when the show was on. I didn't realize how I didn't realize it was on only for that time. I felt like it was on longer, but I said it's only on from like eighty nine to ninety six. Yeah, right. Uh, say I thought the same. I actually thought it started later and ran a lot longer. Um, but uh, there you go. Alrighty then. So on the cover, uh, which is a cover by Mike Mignola, and it is awesome. It really uh, is good. It's just yeah. great. Uh, you got a whole bunch of beasties, and I'm not sure that they're chasing Lobo as much as they are just trying to keep up with him. And uh, it looks like he's going through the obstacle course. And uh, and uh, and not only that, but on his big old hook, he has caught a fish. That we know seems Lobo so, uh, yeah, that's so out of character for Lobo and his fishies. Maybe he's just carrying him around. Maybe uh, maybe that fishy's got, you know, just like tucked one of its gills over the thing so he can get carried. Maybe that's yeah. right. So I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you do. Alrighty then. So we start off. This is Station XST, XGTV broadcasting to the galaxy round the clock, 94 hours a day, every day. Here on Mondo Carno, the wonderful world of carnage. Now, before our next program, a word from our host with the most, the man who knows how to put the XS into XS. Ooh. Yeah. 
Uh, Johnny Caesar. Greetings, gore lovers. From all over the galaxy, the gladiators are streaming in. 16 Titanic teams, the greatest fighters in the cosmos. Not just the toughest of the tough. They are the toughest of the toughest of the tough. And in just a few hours, they will clash in the fiercest, the bloodiest televisual spectacle of all time. And he's eating a little grape that seems sentient. And it's saying, <laughs> help. And he says, be there. Crunch. For the main <laughs> game. Um, and uh, I think that's got to be a takeoff on the, uh, the California Raisins. Um, at least to my mind. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, and I'm kind of getting a vibe of this guy of like they're doing like a what's his name from Wrestle Wrestling Vince McMahon. Oh yeah, I don't I don't know his voice so so mine's gonna mine's gonna sound like a a, a strange mix of uh, of some mob movie guy and um, uh, Howard Cosell. I was gonna say <laughs> that works. Cosell there, totally. little 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 Cosell going on for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right now. Let me zoom in on the page, huh? Yeah, there we go. We're all happy. All right. Hey, hey, it looks like it's going to be, a, and, and, and Lobo is going to be played by one Herschel Krustovsky. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> looks like it's going to be a real fun weekend. It says, welcome to Mondo Carno, the wonderful world of carnage. Arena of death. Gamble, gamble, gamble. Screw up. Drive careless. And uh, and that's right. So this is um, Un-American Gladiators Part 1, Fragaturi Te Salutamus. Um, and this uh, is scripted by Alan Grant and John Wagner. So um, <laughs> this is going to get nuts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> by uh, Cam Kennedy. Colors by Digital Chameleon. Letters by Todd Klein. Assistant Editor Frank Pinnerese. And Editor Bad Dan Raspler. And of course, Lobo is created by uh, Keith Giffen and Roger Slifer. All righty then. All right. So, uh, so Mondo Carno, here we come. And, uh, and Lobo's heading there on his hog. And he, and he sees the big tour bus, big city time tour, or big time city tours, just poorly laid out. Um, yes. And uh, my document design instructor would have something to say about this. Um, uh, huh? Well, we ain't going home till we've had some fun. And uh, what the frag? And uh, Lobo gets knocked off his, off his hog. Oh, that's not gonna I be good. Get nope. killed, but we don't care none. Fragging weekend drivers. Nobody cuts off the main man and makes it to the next fuel stop. And trail us intactus. Carno, here we come. And uh, and uh, there's some rooming, and then uh, Mondo Carno, we're here, Yance. Yance, yeah. Uh, grab an eye full of that, pal. Some get up, huh? What's the point? Jeez, oh, why did it go sideways on me? It went literally sideways. Um, okay. <laughs> Weird. Um, anyway, so he's talking to this Yance guy. And, um, and you know, Yance has a few things to say. And uh, he probably thinks, hey, I mean, why? Oh, now it's upside down. That's okay. It's all good. It's all good. How <laughs> uh, <laughs> you do this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, 
Uh, let's see here. Oh, ro rotate left again. Oh, one more time. One more time. All right. View, rotate, left. There we go. That's better, isn't it? Okay. So uh, we're here, Yance. Grab an eyeful of that, pal. Some setup, huh? What's the point of telling him anything, BD? He's dead. No, he ain't. Yeah, he's in a fig bucket, for fig's sake. If that's your attitude, killer, I don't know what you're doing along on this trip. What good uh, are you going to be to me and Yance in the white heat of battle when you're carpet all the time? Where's that old outcast spirit? And we have a guy there. Tickets. Here you go. And, uh, huh? He gets, he sees the, uh, the, the, the famed hook. Uh, it's there. This can't be good. This cannot go well for him. It does not. And it does not. Yes, it, it grabs him by the neck and gunk, yank. And uh, we can start here, dweeb. And uh, he stomps him. It goes again. I can say it goes badly for him. And uh, hey, you see that? Bozo's stopping our driver. Yeah, nice action. What do you mean, nice action? That little guy drove us all the way from Big City. He shared his sandwiches with us. This is Mondo Carno, BD. Anything goes. Not my fig and book it, don't. And uh, another guy says, watch it, butt face. Ah, it's not going to go well. Um, what'd you call me? Butt face, butt face. That's what I thought you said. And uh, he punches him. Uh, he punches his face in, literally. Um, and now he looks a bit like an arse face. Um, yes. <laughs> sorry, I spoke. And then the guy's still up. more understandable than arse face. Yeah, yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, tickets. I got an invite, right? XS. Oh, it was XS TV, not XGTV. Okay. Um, XS TV of uh, Todd Klein. You gotta, you gotta straighten that out, buddy. Um, of Mondo Carno invites Lobo to be a contestant in the galaxy's glorious game show, the Mame Game, RSVP. Um, TV station straight ahead. Enjoy your stay, sir, while it lasts. Um, uh, you know, as he goes riding past a sign that says "Ready to Die." Um. Hey, that joker stomped our driver. Why didn't you stop him? This is Mondo Carno, pal. Anything goes. The other guy says, see, I told you. Well, when I see him again, I'll teach him a few manners. See how good he stomps when he ain't got no feet. Bobo Dan Rickenbacker and Killer Kowalski. We're, com we're competing in a main game. Uh-oh. You know, I think they might run into each other. Uh, all right. We get to uh, an intersection um, uh, between the between Eternity, Palace of Pain, uh, the Mayhem Mayhem Mall, and Suicide Park. Um, there's a sign that says "Slam a pal, get your rocks here," and you see a guy basically in like a, a it looks like a radar dish, and people are throwing rocks at him. Um, gamble Risk Bar Shooting Gallery, Ye Old Poison Shop. And there's a guy drinking inside there. <laughs> oh, my. There's a guy hanging from the, shoot, the shooting gallery. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, well, you look like a game type, sir. Survive one big round with Big Charlie. Win any prize in the stall. Sounds good to me, Clyde. And uh, he puts he puts the the hook through the guy's head, like through his forehead and out his mouth, <laughs> and his tongue is balancing on the tip of it. That is skill. 
Yeah, yeah. And out he walks with a goldfish. Oh, there he is. Fishy, fishy. Cover. Right the advertising. Yeah. Ah, uh, Krakas the Kund. Check. Hope you had a good uh, trip. Go right on in, sir. And um, you see a store, to call, a store called Guns for Fun. That's just down the street from you, isn't it, Doc? Uh, I think. Yeah, actually, it yeah. is. Yeah, a uh, bar named Sadie's, and it says, Main Game, Competitor's Entrance. Ha, ah, competition don't look enough to even work up a sweat on. This is going to be a cinch. In fact, reckon I got time to get tanked up before the show. And so there's Bad Bart's Bar, and then next door to it is Even Worse Bart's Bar. <laughs> so um, um, Lobo starts walking toward the place, and someone gets thrown out the window, and he's like, yeah, this looks like my kind of joint. And uh, he and the fishy go in, he says, set him up, Bart, and a glass of water for my little pal. Yeah, I was going to say, he... Uh... He has he's taken like the, to Lobo very quickly. He's like the dog and the penguins. They start hanging out with Lobo. They start getting mean. Exactly. Um, and so uh, BD and Killer go walking in, and uh, they step over the guy that had been thrown out the window. Uh, Gee, someplace this. Yeah, a guy could forget to. A guy could get to re- feel real home right at home here. Let me see in the background the pissoir. Um. There we go. All right, uh, the Beast from 60 Fathoms. Check. Go right on in, Beast. Courtesy bar in the competitor's lounge. What's that in the bucket, Skinny? Your lunch? Ah, good one, Pa. Uh, no, it ain't. It's Yancey, it's Yancey Queeg, see? And he don't like being insulted. Yeah, well, if I, have to, if I have to go during the show, I'll know where to dump it. Good one, Ma. I warned you. You got his temper up now. And um, and it starts a fight. And oh, save, and some guy comes in and says, save the fight for the, the fighting for the show, folks, anymore. And both teams are disqualified. He says, you're dead meat, skinny. Ah, your uncle's a monkey. Go fig yourself. Uh, see that killer? Old Yance really went for him there. Give me a break. You did that. You swung him. <laughs> Um, and then we see uh, another guy get thrown out of even worse Bart's bar. Um, and, uh, and, and Mondo Carno's official bully says, anyone else want to take me on you? No, please. It's this kid, uh, on Denny's tours, uh, says, uh, I'm just a tourist. I only came to watch. And uh, and the guy says, "Watch this." And uh, he has a um, he has tattoos on his um, fingers on his fingers. Uh, it says N J O Y. Enjoy. Um, <laughs> and away uh, he punches. Oof! And uh, knocks another guy out the window. And uh, and uh, Lobo's sitting there, and he's got a, a a beer in front of him, and he says. Same again, Bart. More nuts for the fish. And he's pouring nuts in the little glass with the fish, who looks a little concerned. Um, <laughs> and then Mondo Carno's official bully comes walking up, picks up the glass with the goldfish, and it says, oh, This dear. your drink, pal? And he drinks it down. Funny taste in olive. <laughs> Spit it out, you bastard. Yeah? What are you going to do? And uh, he... <laughs> 
buries his fist in the guy's mouth. <laughs> pretty near up to his elbow. Yeah. Um, typical. Can't go nowhere for a quiet drink these days. Still, I didn't come here for a quiet drink. Open wide, sucker. Crunch. Um, er, it's got to be in there somewhere. And he reaches down. He's well up to the bicep now. And uh, Oh, and, and he's got the hook in there, too. Yes. He's fishing. And he brings it up, and there's the uh, the Goldie uh, stuck on the end of it. And, um, yeah. Mm. Um, all right. Oh, and we see someone checking in with uh, with the, the check-in guy. All here, Kev? Uh, all except one, Mr. Immature. The uh, main man, Lobo. Immigration says he's on Carno, but he hasn't shown here yet, and it's getting close to showtime. And uh, and he says, oh, dear, Johnny will be annoyed. Holy fig, you think you see who I see, uh, killer? It's the figging Satan brothers. We see two guys in trench coats with, uh, uh, you know, derby hats on and dark sunglasses. <laughs> Do we know these chaps, Lawrence? I certainly <laughs> hope not, Ronald. They look very rough types. Uh, you know us, all right. We was in the outcast. In fact, we killed you. Remember? Uh, no, can't say as I do. Can't say as he does either. He must be mistaking us for some other Satan brothers. <laughs> no, we ain't. You're the ones who murdered my pop and Sparky and the prof. Oh, this was in the Outcast mini, uh, Maxi series. Oh, oh I think that existed. Huh. <laughs> or did it? <laughs> um, Ronald and Larry Satan, that's who you are. Aha, uh-huh, that's, uh-huh, that's where you make your mistake. See, I'm Bob Satan, and I'm Margaret. Delighted to meet you. Oh, my God, um, it's real. There you go. Is it Grant and... Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was um, a 12-issue maxi-series ser- from 87 by John Wagner and Alan Grant and drawn by Cam Kennedy. Oh, oh, God. It's this, Main the whole characters. It's this whole, Kate Salinger, yeah. B.D. Rickenbacker, Yancey Quig, Shock Killer Kowalski, Professor W.R. Watson, and the Satan Brothers. And so where was it? Where was it from? It's D.C. It was D.C. Really? Yeah. Holy crap. I thought that was a, I thought that was a fake thing, and I just happened to type it in just now. I'm like, how did that actually come up? <laughs> That is crazy. Because there was, weren't there something called uh, the Sleaze Brothers? That's what I was thinking of. I thought that was like supposed to be a takeoff on them. Yeah, totally, totally. But maybe not. There you go. Yeah, I have no memory of it at all. Yeah, crazy. All right. Um, you must come around for dinner one night. And he uh, grabs the, um, the guy's uh, hand and, uh, and lights on fire and, um, you know, it burns him. Um, burns his gauntlet and uh, and uh, he screams and says, "All right, that's it. You're history, BD. Let me go, killer. I'll moiter him. Save it for the contest, you dummy. You'll get y'all get us y'all get us disqualified before we even start. What happened to the plan, huh? What plan? The plan we hatched on the bus, like how he was gonna make friends with a few other teams, work together for a while. Oh, that plan. No, it ain't too late. Let's make a few friends then." Hey, geek. Oh, it's going to go well. As uh, he goes to the kind of praying mantis looking dude. Um, and then we see um, 
Mr. Immature knocking on uh, Johnny Caesar's dressing room door. Just a minute. Damn it, Victor. Don't you ever knock? I, I did knock. What do you want? Afraid we have a no-show, Johnny. Lobo. That's a disappointment. He was a big draw. Better warm up the reserve. Um, well, what are you hanging around here for? I can smell my wife's, my wife's perfume. Yes, it's coming from over here. Of course, her perfume's in the room. Candy's my assistant, isn't she? Keep away from that trunk. And uh, he opens it to find a naked candy. Candy. Uh, hello, dear. What are you doing in that trunk? And she uh, comes out and uh, I uh, wear your clothes. That's, uh, that's a good question, Victor. Um, that's why I was in the trunk looking for my dress. Oh, well, here it is. But what's your dress doing in Johnny's trunk? Isn't it obvious? I must have packed it by mistake. Uh, see, I've got him as he's a cross between uh, Howard Cosell and Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, he says, now, enough of these stupid questions. We're on air. We're on air in five minutes. Is everything ready? Uh, yes, Johnny. Well, get on with it. Get them lined up. See you after the show, darling. And uh, and uh, he closes the door and there's like, her, you know, a bra hanging from the door. <laughs> And she says, do you think he suspects? Nah. <laughs> right. Suspects what? I don't know what they're talking about. Tonight, live from Mondo Carno, XSTV proudly presents that annual Carnival of Carnage, that festival of fun, fear, and frag, the glorious show, glorious show in the galaxy, the Mame Game. To start the proceedings, marvel at the murder and mayhem in store in the March of the Gladiators. Um, and now, here's your master of ceremonies, the Emperor of Evisceration himself, Johnny Caesar. Greetings, gore lovers, and boy, do we have a show for you. You want blood? We got blood. You want guts? <laughs> Believe me. They'll be spilling out in glorious Technicolor. And, um, you know, everyone's sitting there watching it. And um, uh, Lobo's about to arm wrestle a guy. And uh, someone yells, hey, buddy, main game starting. I thought you said you was a contestant. I'll just finish off this feeb and I'm out of here. And um, he's like, you'll have a long wait, pal. Back home, they call me Iron Arm. We call him Iron Arm here, too. <laughs> Jeez, just my luck to draw a hero. I ain't got time to hang around. And he pokes him in the eyes and uh, quite bloodily, I might add. And he grabs his hand and he puts it on some nails. And um, and uh, he says, my pot, I think. Hey, you cheated. Ah, he was going to lose anyway. I just speeded things up a bit. Capiche? And uh, <laughs> he pokes the other guy in the eyes. <laughs> He's taking all our money. Get him. Ah, come on, guys. I really ain't got time for this. Um, to, to tell you about some of the fabulous prizes our contestants can win. The delectable candy. Among tonight's glittering prizes are this beautiful silver cake rack. Ooh. Or perhaps one of our, our contestants would like to slip into something more comfortable 
with this pack of exclusive barbed wire nose rings. Um, or how about a year's holiday for two in the Palace of Pleasure on Walt's World? Be the envy of your friends when you shoot them up with this jewel-encrusted bazooka. Or take home this voucher for a genuine miracle performed by the renowned healers of Hell's a Poppin'. That's if you're not too busy grabbing all you can from the gold vaults of Gaza. And for the last gladiator standing, this year's star prize, the planet Zarote. Now, now let's meet the contestants. Here's team numbers, two very young, angry young men just released from a long stretch in prison, Hulk K-49, the Deeds Boys, vile and dirty. We're going all the way, Johnny. We're going to win that planet. And if you do <laughs> like our star prize, any special plans for the inhabitants? Eh, torture, execution, a little reign of terror, maybe. Uh, whatever takes our fancy, Johnny. And uh, we see um, uh, Bart at the bar uh, kind of looking around at the carnage in his bar. Sheesh, that guy sure knows how to clear a bar. And... Um, and off Lobo goes. Um, team number 12 are no strangers to death games. With over 80 kills, a 150 assists, and more than 300 official in-game maimings between them. Welcome, former Big City Slaughter Bowl stars, BD Rickabucker and Killer Kowalski. I hear you guys have your eyes. Oh, so now I'm good. Now he's going all Christopher Walken. <laughs> oh, I hear you guys uh, have a, your eyes on a very special prize. <laughs> That's right, Johnny. Or... We're going to the Miracle Voucher. But it's not for you, is it? No, it's for our pal here, Yancey Queeg. As you can see, he ain't exactly in the peak of condition. In fact, he's dead. <laughs> Uh, no, he ain't. Yes, he is. Damn it, killer. There you go again. Why you always got to contradict everything I say? No, I don't. <laughs> you do, too. No, I figgin' don't. Uh, moving right on. Come to Krakus the Kund. I, I'm sorry, sir. You're too late. The The show started as Lobo comes walking in. Um, one side, Clyde. There's no show without the star. <clears throat> and he punches and knocks a few teeth out. Um, which is the best anyone has made out in this book so far. Um, yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, gladiator number 14, Ulrich Badolfslayer, a berserker from the fringes of beyond. Ulrich, you're a lucky knight, huh? There is truth in thy words, mortal. <sighs> Only a half hour ago, you were a mere reserve. My eternal thanks to the villainous Lobo for his absence. It doth give me rain to bring the mountains of doom tumbling down on the heads of my enemies. For none may stay may stand against Ulrich Badolf Slayer. And he kind of looks a bit like, you know, like Thunderstrike uh, uh, Hulk. And come here, Goldilocks. Yank. Thunk. Zonk. Donk. I say thee nay. Ah! <laughs> and uh, out comes Lobo wearing, wearing uh, his helmet. Yo, Johnny. And we see uh, signs out there. Lobo, my man. Um, we love your beard, maybe. Um, I don't know. Um, Dee Dee's boys kill all, okay? 
Um, studio audience, put your hands together, please, for a guy who really knows how to make an entrance. The main man, Lobo. Gong. And that gong means you've won a fabulous spot prize. Candies? For maiming a competitor before the game even starts, Lobo wins this state-of-the-art video recorder. Yes, and we'll give you a tape of the show to play on it. A great start, Lobo. Any of our other prizes catch your eye? Planet Zarate, perhaps? If I wanted a friggin' planet, I'd friggin' well take one. You can sit on your prizes, Johnny. Um, I'm just here for the fun. <laughs> and fun is what we all going to, uh, we're all going to have. Our final team tonight, the Lost Platoon. How do you grunts rate your chances, sir? I don't know, man. Where the hell are we? What is this? Medic? <laughs> and that's our lineup tonight. But 16 teams is too many. We're going to whittle them down in our in our first game. And uh, so we see the uh, um, we see the sign that's kind of the point of no return. You chose frag face. Run with it. No going back now. Um, you know it from last year. You demanded it back. Beat the Reaper. Be here right after this commercial break. Next issue. Pardon my bloody stump. I noticed a, a, a short box of uh, 50 cent comics there, too. I'm sure. It's right. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. That's, that's a prize. Yeah. Totally. Oh. Oh, my goodness. I love that. It is a good one. This is what. This is like exactly what i expect out of lobo yeah Just crazy over the top goofiness and uh yeah and and i'm delighted to see that there's a an entire series about which we never knew that even existed i i didn't know there were, i mean i knew there were series i never read but i didn't yeah. know there would be like a series that like existed that i didn't know even know existed exactly like that's the thing that surprises me most is is i would have thought that i would have at least looked at the solicit and thought i wonder what that is crazy especially because for a time it was like oh alan grant oh i like him and same with wagner i i liked a lot of what he did at dc as well so yeah i just thought it was like a gag thing totally totally and like they're just doing a bit they're doing shtick yeah but what they did is they played the long game they're like all right we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna have this editorial box that references this thing but what we're gonna do is two years before this, or six years before this comes out, we got to do an ongoing 12-issue uh, series at, at DC. And once that's done, it gets canceled, then we're all ready to do our little footnote. Totally. <laughs> they, they play the long game. They really did. They really, really did. Yeah, oh, that's funny. I, had, I have no memory of that series at all. Yeah. I don't remember seeing it on the stands. I don't remember seeing ads for it. So it came out at the same time as I'm looking at the a thing for it right now from like the inside cover. From yeah. the meanwhile, it, it was a prestige format. So they're showing the other ones that came out that same month. Electric yeah. Warrior 18. Wow. Vigilante 46. Legion of Superheroes 39. So the Colossal Boy flashback. Yes. Oh. Which I was on that episode. That's what I was on. That's right. Yes. Uh, annual three. Yeah. So the new Legion of Substitute Heroes of Cosmic Boy and Night Girl and Cosmic Queen. Yeah. yeah. Shadow wow. number three, Infinity Inc. 43. So 
gives you an idea of the time, right? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. So uh, so weird. uh, Cam Kennedy, of course, another uh, 2000 AD alumni. Yeah. Um, And. you know, did uh, the VCs. Um, then he did some Judge Dredd work with a couple of writers, uh, John Wagner and Alan Grant. So it all kind of makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, most notably on the Midnight Surface story, which reintroduced Chopper and Rogue Trooper again. Um, that was with Jerry Finley Day. Um, yeah, so he, uh, so I wonder, there's also a character called Kenny Who, which is an alter ego uh uh, for Kennedy, based on Kennedy's early problems getting work at American companies, um, <laughs> as well. Uh, yeah. So, um, but he also did. Um, he also worked with Tom v- Tom Veach on uh, the Light and Darkness War for uh, at Marvel Epic. Um, they did Dark Empire for Dark Horse Comics. That's where I recognize his name from. Yeah. And uh, and he worked on other Star Wars licensed comics, including uh, doing Boba Fett stories with John Wagner. Um, and uh, for um, DC Comics, uh, Kennedy has worked on Lobo, Batman, Outcasts, as we learned, um, and <laughs> The Spectre. Um, for Marvel, he's illustrated The Punisher. Makes sense. Uh, Daredevil and Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. He also did some uh, some of the um, remember I said about Alan Grant doing the um, UNESCO City of Literature things where he did uh, he did like an adaptation of Robert Louis Stevenson's Kidnapped. Cam Kennedy was the artist on that. And uh, some of the art for that has been bought by the collections of the National Library of Scotland. And they did another follow-up uh, by, uh, you know, Grant and uh, and Kennedy did an adaptation uh, in 2008 of Jekyll and Hyde. So there we go. A little background on our artist. And I really dug the art in this. You know, he, he played the cartoony edge, but it was clear. It, I, I just found it a bit clearer than uh, than it has been in some um, in some local yep. books. No, he has good yes. art for Lobo because all the people, they're all, like, gross or weird. There's no pretty, pretty, pretty people, like on yeah. a lot of series would be. They're, they all look like they are people who, you know, normally bar fight for fun anyway. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. You know, so they yeah. all fit. Even the one that's supposed to be, like, the Thor-like character still looks, you know, yes. a little sleazy. Oh, yeah. And I guess that would uh, the Spectre series he worked on was the Doug Munch one in 1987. His, right. his, bat, his Batman was written by Wagner. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So. Oh, and remember the uh, Vendetta, uh, Ju- Batman Judge Dredd um, Vendetta in Gotham? He was I the remember. artist on that. Yeah, oh, okay. it was like I mean, a it was like a prestige it, it was like a prestige one shot that was a crossover between Batman and Judge Dredd. Yeah, and uh, was obviously John Wagner and Alan Grant, and uh, and it was Cam Kennedy on art. Okay. I'm now thinking like now I'm learning that I actually read a bunch of stuff with that he drew, and uh, just, <laughs> didn't, just didn't know it. Uh, yeah. There you go. There you go. Excellent, excellent, nice. excellent. Very good. Very good, very good. 
Alrighty. So, folks, you should tell us um, uh, about your um, thoughts on uh, Lobo's art and uh, and how you remember the Outcast series. Um, <laughs> and you can, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you can tell us that by uh, emailing us at uh, at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. Uh, you can post about it on the web on the uh, Facebook page, which which can be found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. And uh, you can also head over to the website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, and uh, you can leave a comment on this or any of our episodes. And with that, I am going to say a good N-I-G-H-T. L-A-T-E-R. S-W-A-R-R-T-O-T-M-A-A-L. Oh, too many letters. Swart them all. Swart them all. <laughs> swart them all. Swart every last one of them. Sounds like something Lobo would say. Ah, swart them all. <laughs> totally. Right as he's fragging someone. <laughs> <laughs>